This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. Another big win for the Guardians, a comeback win. Jose Ramirez hitting a two-run homer to give the Guardians a 5-3 to win and a series sweep over the Angels. So now we turn our attention to nine games against the Minnesota Twins and the Chicago White Sox. Starting off with a one-game off with the White Sox, and then five games against the Twins, and then three more games against the White Sox. Big times. Honestly, if the Guardians can win at least two against the Twins, and if they can win one to two, probably two against the White Sox, the division race is probably pretty much over, barring some sort of miraculous comeback. So... Hopefully the Guardians can hang in there and stay loose and be able to get their divisions sorted out. So today, Elvis Andrews was quoted after the game saying that if they just keep close to the Guardians, the Guardians will crumble down the stretch. So I hope the Guardians are recording that the shortstop of the White Sox predicts that they're going to crumble and using that as a motivation. Now, speaking of division rivals, I've got the privilege of presenting to you uh, a friend that I've made on Twitter, it's Wally. Wally is a fan of the Twins, but also of baseball in general, and he's kind of casually following the Guardians too. So I had a chance to talk to Wally about the Twins and some of the issues they've been facing this season. So hope you enjoy that interview. Don't forget that if you like the podcast, if you like what I'm able to do, please check out SheetsGiggles.com. See their sustainably made eucalyptus sheets, great gifts for anniversaries and special days. Uh, we'll help you sleep and we'll be just incredibly comfortable for you. And uh, you can use the co- promo code GUARDIANS when you check out to save 15%. So now it comes our interview with Paul. Hey, it's Quincy here with the Guardian Fancast. And today we have a special guest. Uh, some of you may have encountered him as kind of a, a newcomer to Guardian's Twitter circles. And uh, so I consider him a Twitter friend, it's Wally uh, from at H Wally Squared. Uh, Wally, how you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Good. Uh, yeah, I got to know Wally a little bit on Twitter as a, a Twins fan, but also just kind of a baseball fan, and I've enjoyed kind of getting his insights on things. So, Wally, tell me, how did you become a baseball fan? Um, I I played baseball when I was a lot younger. Um, like middle school uh i wasn't like an early bloomer with baseball it was more middle school uh i played a little bit in high school and that's about it for playing um other than that me being a huge fan at the time i of kirby puckett that kind of really got me into it um i like to think that i remembered in 1991 or the second Uh, world series but i was only one or something like that so uh i would say 
through high school, I, uh, on and off, uh, watching, listening to the, the twins play, um, 2016 was kind of a tough time. Uh, not a very good season, but so I took a break, um, wanted to, wanted to try a new way of understanding the game. And now this year I started finding Twitter, um, got into the draft, uh, really intriguing me finding all these young kids, uh, playing baseball, uh, kind of living in, in them. That's, that's about the, that's about it. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. And I know this year you were saying that you've kind of expanded a little bit being primarily a twins fan, but then trying to think about being a fan of and all, all, all of baseball it's hard to do, I know, because there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's just a lot of teams to follow. So it's nice to have kind of a home team like the Twins and then just enjoy some of the th- other things around baseball. I always would like, uh, I've always loved Mike Trout, so I would usually watch a, a Guardians game or and then I would kind of check in on the Angels games, the box scores, and see how Mike Trout was doing. So yeah, I think I've been doing that for a while. What What are your thoughts on the twin season so far? Um, roller coaster, very much a roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess you could sum it up. Uh, I I don't know. I, I guess I can kind of quote it. Uh, as Forrest Gump would say, "Life is like a box of chocolates." Um, however, <laughs> in this box of chocolates, it's filled with like IL. Uh, uh il stuff uh like an il chocolate uh runners in scoring position chocolate some bad base running and and then maybe a few winning ones well uh the winning ones are you you kind of ate them early yeah it certainly was an exciting beginning of the year for the twins right yeah but things kind of fell apart when, when some injuries happen. I know we've talked about that a little bit, because obviously there are some guys that I'm sure Twins fans aren't surprised to see injured. Like we all kind of know that Miguel Sano has sort of a weight problem sometimes that can yeah. cause injuries. We have some of those issues on our team and uh, everybody does. It's hard for athletes, bigger framed athletes to stay in shape and, and it's take a lot of pounding. Um, and then of course, Byron Buxton, what a tragedy. I, that guy is such an amazing player and he just can't stay healthy. I know that's hard. Uh, and then of course you have some older pitchers, but then you've had injuries to Kirilov. You've had injuries to Polanco. You've had injuries to your star shortstop prospect, Royce Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a bad, bad run of things. Any idea you guys have any theories as to why that's been happening? Um, I, I don't know. Some people, I guess I, I feel like maybe, maybe like a, not necessarily a runners in scoring position problem, but you could call a runners in scoring position ghost and, or, or some kind of ghosty is, uh, like the center field wall. Uh, that's another thing, uh, kind of when Buxton hit that at the beginning of the season, it, it like activated a ghost that was living there and it like wanted to follow <laughs> us. I, I know the ghosts aren't obviously real, but as soon as that kind of happened, we're like, Oh my goodness, what, what is going to go on? 
Uh, then he started kind of showing signs that his knee might be hurting. Um, I would say going into the all-star break, uh, not too many of us knew really how much he wanted to play and how much he's willing to play through the pain. And he went to the all-star game and immediately after he got back, he got a cortisone shot. So he was out for three games after that. Oh, but I'm very glad he was able to experience that. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Such a phenomenal player. Um, the one with Royce Lewis, a lot of people are saying they rushed him in the center field. Oh. Um, I There wasn't really... The infield at that time, it was just stuck. Uh, Larnack is another one that I oh, personally yeah, yeah. am really sad about. Uh, it's been two months now since he has core muscle surgery. The, that kid has such a good swing. Uh, like, from my knowledge, the, every home run he's hit, at least at target field, were like second deck right field. And I, I just missed that. I, I want it back. Uh, he's taking a little bit longer than than uh, we all hope for. Uh, Polanco may, and even Buxton may come into play this weekend. Uh, not a hundred percent. That's about all I know for maybe this weekend, but. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, it'd be nice for them to get a little bit of help back. I know you were telling me that unfortunately Arias came up with a little bit of a hamstring injury tonight. So hopefully that's yeah. not serious. They, he, he hit a single and he didn't think that uh, they'd get, the, he thought they'd get him out. And so he hustled and halfway down the first baseline, you could see he pulled something. Um, and, and the hit, the hits just keep coming yeah. uh, for, for uh, I guess last night, Kepler kind of hurt himself too. Uh, some or the night before a foul ball he hit oh, off him man so, it's just one thing after another i'm sorry i'm kind of happy about kepler like his defense has been great but he you if he's in the lineup he's usually in the four spot and he just doesn't have the pop right now so it was i guess it's kind of a good thing in a way today and mm. uh hopefully they all at least some of them start coming back yeah hopefully well i know when we play the twins one thing that's really impressed me is uh duran is it johan duran yeah uh, he's he's really been uh, amazing to watch reminds me i think we've talked about you and i about how him and classe have a lot in common they throw that 100 mile an hour cutter and yeah he just seems unhittable that's been fun to see huh yeah uh we're a lot of us think that uh, if we didn't have Duran in those eight inning spots or the few seven inning spots, we we don't know where the team would have been. Like he's for a rookie, uh, it's it's just mind blowing. Yeah, he's given off a few hits. I mean, all 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 the pitchers do, um, but he's come back from those super strong have really good outings and then obviously then 
little regression here and there, but uh, one <laughs> not of much my favorite, that I've seen. Wow. <laughs> one of my favorite ones from him is he came in uh, bases loaded and only one out and just the last, the last guy, like three, two count and threw a curveball inside and the dude just, I I don't know the terminology fully, but <laughs> according to some people, he sorted them. So yeah, right, yeah. That when they kind of half half swing and just end up like they're swinging, they're putting out a sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he steals their souls. Yeah, he's definitely great. That's been good to see. Well, it, you have any thoughts on the upcoming five game series against the Twins? I'm actually going to end up going to two of those games, so it'll oh, be nice. interesting to see. Yeah, I'm going to take. Uh, go with my kids and my wife to one and then my wife has a baby shower but i'm going to take the kids with one of their grandparents and they're going to run the bases on sunday for the first time so that'll be fun because they do that after the games so it'll be a fun series anyway but any thoughts on that i guess the twins are probably thinking they pretty much have to win four or five or win all five to really have a shot so the uh, idea that we want ideally we had we should we really should sweep the royals that that's first step and then (laughs) as much as i want to see the white Sox lose i think that in in regards to like the twins playoffs hope is they they would somewhat want the white Sox to win to bring the games closer and then uh, four out of five is a lot of people's minimums. Uh, many, many people want five out of five, but I, with respect to the Guardians, uh, four is asking a lot. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, scoring you position get... is going to be huge if they cannot score at least one run on anything like that. I I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And then going into this weekend for like pitching matchups, I know for a fact, for sure, Ryan, Joe Ryan is going to, um, I know that, um, unfortunately, I, I mean, we don't really want it to happen. Uh, Archer, uh, Bundy's been actually quite all right this season. Uh, just had a bad outing um wasn't really himself um archer he's probably going to go three innings four innings maybe uh there's talks that louis varlin during the double header is going to come back up for the 29th man so that will be fun to see yeah uh, i'm not sure which game that is this weekend uh saturday yep saturday is okay. a double header mm-hmm. um probably see gray again on sunday since he's pitching tonight Hmm. uh yeah it should be it should be interesting so yeah um i think that we um we'll see we'll see how it goes with all the all this together um it's been it's been fun it's been a fun season i think that you and i have discovered that we kind of share some things in common you know being the uh, fan of the small market team and hating the White Sox. So (laughs) as long as we can kind of go back and forth with our teams and kind of keep each other in it and the White Sox lose, hopefully the Tigers can come through for us and surprise us by being the White Sox a couple of times. 
we'll all be happy about that. Um, so yeah, Wally, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and talking a little twins with me. I hope everybody gets a chance. If you haven't had a chance to follow Wally on Twitter, he's just such a great baseball fan who always got something positive to say. And of course, uh, Wally focuses on the twins, but he'll talk about the guardians and he'll talk about other baseball teams. And that's great to see. So follow at H Wally squared and get to know this great guy who's been kind of hanging on the outskirts of guardians twitter a little bit we welcome you wally and twins fans are welcome and hopefully you know if if i'm i'm hoping the guardians win but whatever happens if the guardians win hopefully you can enjoy whatever little run we have too and if the twins pull off a miracle we'll all be amazed and and so and i'll celebrate that with you so appreciate you coming on thank you very much thank you This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.